0: Hello, and welcome to In the Growth Space. This is the show for business leaders who have a hunger and thirst for growth without compromising their values or their priorities. I'm your host, David McGlennon, and I am really glad to have you here today listening in. I like to share stories uh, on the podcast of growth around business, teams, and personal growth. And I love talking with people who have gone on their own growth journey and who I really wanna learn from. I, I say this all the time on the podcast, but what I wanted to do with this episode is do a Q and A and answer some questions that I've gotten over the course of the last several months. You know, I've captured some, some questions from our inner circle members and also from our listeners. And I just thought that some of these would be helpful for the audience, for you. Um, so here we go. So the first question, how did you or why did you name your podcast in the growth space? So I do this teaching in my Emerging Leader Inner Circle group about the comfort zone and the terror barrier. And it's based on what we know from human psychology and our conscious and subconscious mind. Now, our subconscious mind gets programmed from very early in our lives. And the ideas and concepts and beliefs. Um, are stored there that we have of ourselves. And and that's our comfort zone. It's the ideas that the subconscious mind has grabbed a hold of and and believed to be true. And, And it creates then what we call our comfort zone. So when we entertain an idea or get into a situation that doesn't match our programming, we get outside of our comfort zone that leads us then to bumping up against what is known as the terror barrier. And it's this invisible but very real barrier that says to us, hey, you know, we've never been here before and this is really uncomfortable. And it is precisely in that growth space or in that space where growth really happens. And and, and that is if, if, if we're able to break through the terror barrier. And I I love that space. I, I love that space of, of learning and discomfort. And I know it's it's probably a sickness, but that place where we're entertaining new ideas or, or thoughts that we've never had before, or we've never heard before that help us to grow. So one of the things that's core to who I am is that hunger for growth. I enjoy learning and I enjoy learning new things from people and And expanding my mind with with other perspectives. And that's why I've titled the show In the Growth Space because I, I wanted to share things. I wanted to share thoughts and ideas that help leaders like you grow their companies and grow their teams and quite frankly, grow themselves. So this next question is, who has been your favorite guest? So this is an interesting question and it's really like asking who's your favorite kid, (laughs) you know, they, they, they've all, they're all great and they've all been great. And I've loved my conversation with everyone and, and everybody that I've had on my show has been amazing. So I guess probably I'm copping out on this one because I really don't have a favorite. I, I really, truly enjoy all of my conversations and I've learned something from each one of them. And so that's what I hope for you as well. So this next question that I have is, What started you on your growth journey? And where are you growing right now? Well, honestly, that's an interesting question. And as I think about it, um, I'd have to say that my dad and his dad, my grandfather, um, they were were both very growth-minded and they were always wanting to learn new things. And they were always wanting to try new things. And they were huge influences on me. So um, I, I would say those are the, the two people that probably have the biggest, had the biggest influence on me. And you know, many of you probably know that I was a partner with my dad for nearly 20 years before he passed away in 2003. But one of the things that put me on a growth trajectory was the fact that after his death, it was, it was a huge blow to me. I mean, he was my friend. He was my dad. Um, he was my business partner, and it happened so suddenly, and I wasn't prepared to, to to take over the business and and actually to take over the mess that our business was in because uh, we had some outside influences and outside things things that outside of our control um, that were happening. But when I made the decision to take a job um, at a very large insurance broker here in Pittsburgh. Um, I started the, the the painful growth process. I, I learned how to to meet people in a new environment that I've never known before and to network and to create new relationships. And, and I learned to quite frankly get outside of my comfort zone. I mean, a lot. <laughs> and and learning to drive in Pittsburgh is a challenge in and of itself. If you've ever driven in Pittsburgh. You know exactly what I'm saying. I had to learn even a new dialect. You know, Pittsburgh people speak in a different way, and they had some unique words for things that uh, you know that that I never heard when I was growing up. So I had to learn a, a a whole new map in my mind on on getting around. So essentially, at 40 years old, I was starting over. And, and this, I believe, was really the beginning of one of the biggest growth journeys of my life. And that was The Catalyst. So this next question is, you know, what's been your favorite book over the last year or so? And this question is a lot like the favorite guest question, but I, I do have some books that um, have really impacted me and and and, and, and my thinking and, and and really my growth. So the first and probably more recent book is by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan, it's called Who, Not How. And that was really instrumental in changing my thinking about being a solo entrepreneur and a, and a coach and consultant. And the ideas and tactics in this book led me to hire my, my first virtual assistant to do this podcast and the social media posting for it. Now, another book that really helped me to learn and grow was Atomic Habits by James Clear. I mean, this book um, and The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg are so great at helping understand our human behavior. And I thought that Atomic Habits was really, really practical with how he taught um, creating new habits and, and extinguishing old habits. I could go on in more depth in, uh, about this book, but I, I definitely would, would would highly recommend this one. if uh, If you wanna get different results, and need to establish new habits. And then lastly, the last book that I'll mention here um, is Hero on a Mission, and it's by Donald Miller. I really like uh, the way Donald Miller writes, and and I loved his book, The Story Brand. Uh, But Hero on a Mission is really all about living a meaningful life. And I gotta say, there's some really practical exercises that he lays out to, to help you Become the hero of your own story. For, for example, he he has you write out your eulogy so that you begin to frame your decisions and your focus around what you want people to be saying about you when you're not on the planet any longer. That was just incredibly powerful. And I'm, I'm, I mentioned this book probably because of the recency effect uh, because it's the, one of the last ones I've read. But along the same topic, I have to mention John Maxwell's book, Intentional Living. That has been probably one of his most impactful books for me. And and to be honest, I I have five books uh, sitting next to my reading chair down here on the floor uh, that are next up after I finish my current book. And, And I really attribute my hunger and thirst for reading and growth to my dad, as a matter of fact, the, the, the chair that I sit in to read and to do my morning ritual, it's his chair. It's my dad's chair. And it's been, you know, recovered many times, but it's the chair that he would sit in. And I would see him um, reading in and and, and and he was such a huge reader. He had several books going at the same time. So I, I know that's what has impacted me in, in my reading. So this question came in from one of our members of our inner circle they asked, who is your coach? So right now I have two coaches. Uh, Paul Martinelli is coaching me one-on-one. Matter of fact, as I'm recording this, I just finished a coaching session with him. And I have to say that I really love having that one-on-one contact and that level of coaching by a multimillionaire who has built and grown seven multimillion dollar businesses. That has been so incredible. You know, Paul also co-founded the John Maxwell team, so he was the guy that, uh, that, that, that gave John Maxwell a million-dollar check of his own money, um, and that team then grew to over 30,000 certified members in 162 countries. Now, my second coach um, has been coached by Paul, and his name is Andy Hall. He's uh, He's been collaborating with me on Turning Point, so you may have uh, seen him in, in some things that I've been doing uh, online, and. Um, And what's interesting about Andy is that his style is very different than Paul's, but he helps me to think about things in my business by really how insightful his questions are for me to to think into and to consider. Then on on top of those two one-on-one coaching, uh, I'm also a part of, of two mastermind groups. One is Paul's. And the other is a group of global leaders from uh, Europe and, and, and North America. And I am incredibly committed to being part of a mastermind because it's got to be one of the most dynamic forces of, of, of change and, and transformation. And if you're not in one, I would highly recommend it. There's something really magical that happens when the group is processing an issue for one of the members um, then out of the blue, seemingly anyway, you can get this thought or it's an answer to an issue you've been thinking about or wrestling with. And just as a side note, we at Impact, Impact Leadership Consulting uh, do have an executive inner circle group um, that's going to be starting in May. So if you would you know, like to f- try out a, a mastermind group and find out what it's like, um, just email my team at admin at com, and we'll get you... Uh, all the details and the info to to sit in on a session. Um, We also have groups available for emerging leaders, so people who are maybe new to people leadership and um, they're they're growing and advancing in their leadership. And both of those groups are really great opportunities for growth. So this next question uh, comes from someone who is uh, in the business world. Uh, It's a president of a company. And the question is, do you think a good culture can outpace inflation and labor costs my answer to that is yes i do and, and and i guess here's why i say that now when i work with my clients around culture and creating a a culture that 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 drives high performance and 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 results i use a model and a framework that begins with defining behaviors that lead to the company's success. So with that in mind, there is a behavior that many of my clients have articulated in their their cultural way that we have titled, um, find a way. And so that behavior of finding a way, that, that one behavior along with some others that I can think of really opens up the possibilities of overcoming these great challenges because we're asking better questions and if our people are exhibiting this behavior of of finding a way and if you as the business owner and leader are also using this behavior you're going to find a way to outpace inflation and 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 outpace labor costs now along those lines and in the spirit of of asking uh, good questions around around finding a way one question that I'd recommend asking: Is what's something that we could do to overcome inflation and labor costs? What could we do, or what's something that we haven't tried yet? So, so as by by articulating behaviors that lead to your success, and then creating a mechanism to practice them every day, you're going to be able to overcome these challenges of of inflation and and labor cost issues and retention because you have practiced the behaviors to do it. This next question is one that I, I really love. What rituals do you see successful entrepreneurs doing um, daily to help them reach their goals? And th- this is actually from a, a couple of clients of mine. So I think that when we start out our day right, it sets us up for success. So. Having a morning ritual that focuses on your own personal growth and development, I I think is probably one of the best rituals and and one that I see many successful entrepreneurs practicing. Now, the other practice that I see successful business leaders doing, um, it it reinforces what Napoleon Hill talks about in his book, Thinking Grow Rich. They make decisions very, very quickly and are slow to change those decisions, if at all. It's kind of a quote or a paraphrase from his book. But they decide. They decide. That word, you know, by itself means to cut off, to cut off other options. Now, if you think about the root of this word side, C-I-D-E, it's the same root as like in homicide or pesticide or germicide. So it means to kill or to cut off. So making decisions and the art of deciding is another great daily practice that, that helps successful entrepreneurs reach their goals. Now, this question is from one of my emerging leaders and the question is, how do you define success versus how your parents' generation defined success? Now, this is a great question because I think it gets to some really interesting topics You know, the world has changed so dramatically since my parents' generation grew up, and and really, even since I've grown up, you know, my thinking was shaped by industrial-era concepts, and my approach to business was taught to me by people in an era of, you know, wearing a suit and tie and then going to the office every day. I don't have a suit and tie on today, as you can see. I am in my office, (laughs) however— But it was an era of getting to the office and starting work at 8 a.m. and quitting at 5 or 6 p.m. That just isn't the world that we live in today. So my definitions have had to adapt. So my, you know, my my, my definition of success uh, has had to adapt. And and it's my definition really is one that I borrow from one of my um, mentors and it, that that definition really is that it, it, success to me is being loved and respected by the people who are closest to me. because if I'm loved and respected by those closest to me, I'm successful. So this next question really is, um how to how do you grow your network and build long-term relationships? And this is one of my favorites actually, because growing my network and and building relationships is, really one of those things that I think I'm an unconscious competent in. I, I, I like meeting new people and it comes somewhat naturally to me. So I tend to do it without giving you know, too much thinking about it. However, I would say that I, I, I like to ask a question of people um, that I got from, from John Maxwell. And, and that question is, who do you know that I should know? And once I asked that question, um, I, I asked then if I could be introduced to that person because that just helps me to build my network. And you know, in in this era of, of Zoom meetings, uh, the reality is, is that we can meet people from all over the world in a matter of instant. And One of my good friends uh, is, is Andy Hall over in England as we talked about uh, in one of the other questions. And he's introduced me to people um, in England, in in Poland, in in Canada, and, and even here in the US. And so building relationships really is all about being interested and, and curious about other people. I love asking lots of questions about, you know, people and and things that interest them and and, and it that just shows that I, I'm trying to pay attention to them and, and what's what's uh what What their world is all about and I, and I, I do pay attention and i'm interested in in them and the things that they're interested in. and I think that when i'm genuinely interested in someone that I'm meeting, I can create a connection and and then the best way to to build that relationship is really a, a word spelled t i m e take the time to be with them, have conversations. You know, at the end of the day, that's what builds great relationships, time and spending time with them. So this next question is, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not working? Well, I guess if if you don't know me by now, I do love working out. I get recharged and energized by moving my body and sweating. And I I used to participate in triathlon and that sport taught me so much about endurance and persistence. And, and it really um, helped me to just transform my mind to become someone who exercises and someone who takes care of my body. But getting outside in nature and, and exercise is really one of my favorite things to do. And ironically, it's it's where I get a lot of my good ideas for my business too. So here is the last question. The last question is, how do you stay in the growth space and stay outside of your comfort zone? So one of the best things that I do is I like to try new things. I I, I have an idea and I attempt new things. One of the things that you've heard me hear on the podcast is uh, I, I had this idea to be on the stage with Paul Martinelli and 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 taking people through, the turning point retreat, because it's been so transformational, not only for me, uh, but I know for others as well. And so that idea then sparked a, a, an action. I actually reached out to Andy Hall, and I asked him if he thought Paul would would do something like that. And so then he helped me to um, facilitate the next step. And I, I reached out to Paul. And so I, I In order to answer this question, I like doing new things and I love um, creating things from nothing. I mean, our Emerging Leader Inner Circle group was just an idea. It really came from an organization who wanted to impact their culture. But yet what they saw was when they looked around the table, they recognized that there was not a confidence in the people around the table that they could actually lead the culture and and really take the culture and be the torchbearers of that culture. So together, we created the Emerging Leader Inner Circle. It's a dynamic, it's a program that we're able to take emerging leaders, leaders who may be new to people leadership, maybe they're new to personal growth and personal development, and we can take them through a process of helping them to learn to communicate helping them to to change their mindset maybe even for the first time they can um think into their own purpose their own dreams their own vision for their life and their leadership and and actually even create some things for themselves that they never even thought were possible so it's a safe space in a in a group environment virtually and we we literally have people from around the world who are part of it. In order to uh, keep myself growing, I love just being in that land of possibility and thinking of new ideas, ways that I can serve leaders, the ways that I can create um, value for for CEOs and, and, and business owners, especially those who are in the process of of handing off their companies, their their babies, so to speak, um, to the next generation, because uh, I know what that's like. Uh, I, I, w- I did not feel like I was prepared for that taking over of the business. And so I think that's probably why I am so passionate about emerging leaders and, and then also helping those, those executives, those founders of companies to help their people be ready to to take over from uh, from them when the time comes. One other thing that I would just say that I do is I uh, I purposely get around people who um, are smarter than me. They are they they have you know higher thoughts than I think. Um, they have uh, bigger uh, bigger realm of expertise, and that helps me to think bigger. It helps me to think differently. Um, and quite honestly, just being around Paul Martinelli, being around my mastermind group, those people help me to think differently. They, they help me to think bigger. And so I love being around people who, who, who have a much larger vision than, than I can get on my own. So being around other people that are, you know, like-minded in the way that I, I value the things that I value, but also think beyond where I think right now. So uh, that's 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 how I keep myself in the growth space. So I really do hope that this episode was uh, beneficial for you. I thought I, I thought this might be a great way for you to um, hear some of my thinking and hear um, some of the, the the questions that I get from members in my community, members in the inner circle uh, membership. And, and also some of the, the, the listeners like you. So one last thing that I'll mention here, we probably in the near future, maybe in the next week or so, we actually might take a short sabbatical because speaking of staying in the growth space, I've got some ideas and thoughts on how to how to transition or transform or, or, or up-level the podcast. And so I'm, I'm thinking into those right now. And as I'm recording this, I'm getting ready to to really uh, take people through a transformational journey at, at at turning point. So that is one thing I know that is going to take a lot of my time uh, over the course of the next week to ten days. So we actually may take a sabbatical um, and, and close out this season of the podcast, and then start it up with um, some some new uh, some new interviews and some new people. Um, that we want to learn from and grow from. So uh, we're still in, the, in that deciding phase at this moment. So uh, stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you not only subscribe, but do me a favor. Uh, just scroll to the bottom. Give me a five-star rating and 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 review the podcast. I would I would really appreciate it because that will help us to reach more leaders as well. So, hey, thanks for joining me again today on In the Growth Space. Uh, I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, Until next time, stay in that growth space and uh, be well.